CTC, and thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. I'm Lynn Poindexter, and you're watching the 3B4. Our Ellesmere campus is hosting another evening of family-friendly entertainment at their Living Waters Cafe. Saturday, May 20th at 6.30 p.m. in Wesley Hall will be the final open mic night of the season. It will be a great night of music and entertainment for the whole family. To learn more or to sign up, contact Lisa at the Ellesmere campus office at 302-998-4584. On Wednesday, June 14th, there will be a CTC community boat trip. The group will meet at the Delaware City Marina at 5.45 p.m., and the trip takes about two hours. Everyone is welcome. Passengers are welcome to bring food for themselves or food to share. It will be a great time of fellowship and enjoying being on the water. Cost is $10 per person, and it is important that you reserve your spot soon because the capacity is limited to 60 people. To find out more or to sign up, contact Sandy Sturgis at 302-345-4551. Our Father's Day car show is coming soon. On Sunday, June 18th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we will once again be inviting the community to join us for a day of classic cars, music, food, and fun for all ages. This event is free to attend, and if you have a car you would like to show, we are suggesting a $20 donation. There will be prizes in several different categories. So come on out on Father's Day and invite someone to come with you. You can sign up to serve or to show your car by scanning the appropriate QR code found on your monthly bulletin. Thanks for being here today. You can find more information about all of our events by going to ctcde.church. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. As we worship together today, our prayer is that you leave feeling encouraged and closer to God than ever. Please let us know if there's anything you need while you're here. Now, let's get ready to worship. Amen. Good morning, church. Good morning, those in the house. Good morning, those worshiping online with us. Can we stand together as we begin our worship uh, this morning and singing praise to the Lord? God, we give you praise for all that you are. You are love. You don't just love us because it's something that you do. God, you love us because that's who you are. And we thank you for that. Those walls that we called sin and shame They were like prisons that we couldn't escape But he came and he died and he rose Those walls are rubble now Remember those giants we called death and rain they were like mountains that stood in our way, but he came and he died and he rose. Those giants are dead now. 
today. Come on and give praise to the Lord this morning, church, because God is love. It's not just something he does. It's who he is. He loves us because he created us and because he is God. Amen. So whatever it is, wherever it is that we are in our lives this morning, whatever we need from him, he has sent the Holy Spirit to be here with us. So God, we thank you for that promise of the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you sent him to be with us, to walk alongside us, to encourage us, to strengthen us, to guide us. And so today, Holy Spirit, we invite you to be in this place as we do each week, each time we get together. We invite you to come in, into our space. We make room for you today, God, to do your work in us. 
And we thank you for what you will accomplish in us and through us today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Well, it's a great thing to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to you moms. You look great today. We thank you for keeping us straight. And my mom didn't dress me today, but for a long time I know that she did. So thanks, thanks to mom for getting me on the right track to being appropriately dressed when I show up for an occasion like this. But uh, we, moms, we celebrate you today and we thank you. On your way out this morning, there's a gift. You want to stop by the tables that are in the mall area and pick up that gift and uh, just a, a way for us to honor you and to say thank you uh, for who you are and for all that you do for us. We want to welcome you to Christ the Cornerstone. If you're new today, if you've never been here, whether you're in the building or whether you're online, uh, we want to extend a special welcome to you. If you're in the building, uh, on your way out today, we have our Connect Central. It's on the left-hand side of the mall as you go out. Uh, stop in there. Pick up a gift that we have for you. If you're new, uh, you can stop and, and uh, talk to some folks from the church, find out about the ministries of the church, all the things that we have going on here. As a matter of fact, whether you're new or whether you're not new, you can stop by Connect Central and find out information about small groups, about youth ministry, about media ministry, about the ways that you can get involved in serving uh, here at Christ the Cornerstone. On your table is a few things. One of those things is a monthly bulletin. You heard, may have heard Lynn refer to it in the three before video. And uh, you can take uh, a look at the things that we have going on over the next month. One of those things is a car show that's coming up. And uh, so what, for the first time, I think, in the, in the bulletin, we're using these QR codes. So if you want to scan uh, one of those, if you want to uh, come and serve, or scan one if you want to uh, show your car, uh, then you can do that. Also on your table is a Connect card that we ask you to fill out uh, when you worship with us. And again, you can fill out a digital Connect card if you're worshiping online with us and tell us who's there with you, who's worshiping with you. Uh, you can also use that card to communicate prayer requests or praise reports with us. And uh, we will be sure to pray over those uh, in the coming week. God bless you. Here's Pastor Roger. Good to see you online. You're <laughs> right on cue. Good, good job. And uh, there was a, a tour group went to Italy from America, and they were touring one of the great basilicas uh, in Rome. And uh, they they toured the facility, and then they came they came back out. Their bus that they had to get on was across a very busy street, several lanes of of busy traffic. And the tour guide got ner- nervous because. The whole group got lined up there at the edge of the street, and he could start seeing one of them, you know, how do we, how do we each get across this line? And he yelled out to his, to his group, stay together. If you go one at a time, they'll hit you one at a time. <laughs> but if you go as a group, they'll think you'll hurt their car, and they'll stop. <laughs> we need to do things together in life. And here at Christ the Cornerstone, you heard Pastor Bill say we love we serve and we engage. And one of the ways that we engage is with one another. And it's so important for us to have other people uh, in our group that we belong to. So if you're new here especially, I know it's difficult for you to, to get involved and to meet people. If you've been here for a long time, I need you to do something. 
I need you to make sure that your hand is extended out. And if you're part of a group of people already, make sure that there's an open spot for new people to get involved. Introduce yourself to somebody that you don't know. Invite them to come to one of the groups that you come to. Each of us needs to have, as I say, at least five people so that when we gather for worship or when we get together, we're, we're connecting meaningfully with these people. You need that. We all need that. And there's a, uh, on the, the table in front of you or, or in our small groups uh, ministry, there's all kinds of, we, we have 20 or 30 different groups that you can get involved in. There are gatherings throughout each month for both men and women to meet new people. And uh, so I plead with you, don't try to walk this Christian life alone. Get connected with others. Um, So I wanted to emphasize that part of our stewardship of our time today. Another part of our stewardship that we always are working on is, and that's practicing generosity. And uh, as, as Bill said, there's a uh, an envelope on your table for you to make an offering. And giving is, is, is not part of just paying bills. It's part of our faith experience. It's part of giving to God's ministry through Christ the Cornerstone Church. And so we encourage you to be generous. And we do all kinds of ministry through your gifts. Uh, we have 12 different, uh, at least 12 different organizations that we, that we support on a monthly basis. Uh, doing all kinds of good work for for Jesus Christ in our community and abroad. And so we want you to give generously. Here's a scripture that i like for us to read together uh, that reminds us of how important it is to help others by giving generously. We got that scripture? Here it comes. Let's look. Let's read this together. Those who oppress the poor insult their maker, but helping the poor honors him. Yes, indeed it does. Let's return to worshiping God through through music, through singing together, praying. Let's stand together if you are able. Join us online in, in singing and listening to these songs. Uh, let's, um, let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of worship, for your blessings that you pour out upon us. We just sang about how great is your love. This is who you are, Jesus. So we're going to continue singing to you. We're going to continue singing about you. We ask your Holy Spirit, God, to fall upon us right now. Fall upon us in our homes, in our cars, wherever we are listening to to this service. God, we ask that you would be present with your Holy Spirit. Lord, we don't want to leave this place the same as we came in because, Lord, we need your power in our world. We need your guidance. We need your providence. We need to know that we are loved, whatever we do, Jesus. So come, Holy Spirit, and speak to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Through the fire, through the deep water, through the most difficult of circumstances in our lives, God is with us. He said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Where I used to be and this 
Should I ever need reminding How good you've been to me 
circumstance with us in every situation when you pass through the deep waters Isaiah says I will be with you so today in this place we make room for him make room for him to come and do his work in us make space for him to come in and move out all the things that shouldn't be there God we honor you today and we want you to come in and make a change in us today. Carolyn's going to lead us. Thank you. 
this little snippet. And somebody here needs to hear the same thing that I needed to hear last night. When we make room for God, you know, we get these, these visions in our head of making room for God is like, okay, I've got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I have to spend an hour and a half, if not two or three hours with him. And then all day long, I need to make sure I'm going back to him. And that would be great in a perfect world, but none of us live in that world. But the thing that was beautiful to me that God showed me last night is making room for him, whether you have the ability, and I'm not just saying time-wise, sometimes it's the ability mentally, emotionally, to carve out just a little bit of space. That little bit of space is just as beautiful to him as the big space that we carve out for him. It's the sacrifice we give to him. It's the sacrifice of God. This is what I have to give to you. You know where I am. You know what my heart is going through. You know the depth of what I have to offer you. And it's just as beautiful to him if it's this much as it is if it's this much because it's your sacrifice to him. It doesn't have to be big and and over the top if what you have to give is maybe crawling out of the bed and just thanking him. That's just what I feel I'm supposed to share this morning. You know, that leads us perfectly, as the Holy Spirit often does, directly into our our next song because what we're about to sing indicates that we don't have to have this complicated song to sing God, to sing to God, to give Him the praise that He deserves. Sometimes all we have is this much to give Him. Sometimes it's just a simple hallelujah. Sometimes it's a hallelujah that's said through teeth that are clenched because I don't really want to do this, but I know it's the appropriate thing to do. And when we do that, when we make that little bit of space for the Holy Spirit to come in and move, then He can change our hearts. So God, we are thankful today for You and for all that You are to us. And so Lord, in our limited ability sometimes... When all we can do is throw up our hands and say hallelujah. Maybe we can't even throw up our hands, but all we can do is say hallelujah from the depths of our heart. That's what we do today. All my words fall short. I've got nothing new. How could I express? All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I often do But every song must end And you never do So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again
Father. Lord, we want to 
We want to bless our children as, as they go. And I invite your kids to come down here with Miss April as we offer a blessing and make a transition. Come on down, kids. So glad that, to have you all with us. And uh, you are precious. And we're glad that you're with us today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the life that you give to us. Thank you for these young ones, God, and the life that they have and that they're growing and, and growing strong and in favor with you and learning about you. We pray, God, you'd bless them, give them success. May they have faith that is strong in you all their days. Thank you for our teachers who meet with them these next few moments. May your presence be down there just as your presence is with us up here as we open your word and you listen to us this morning. Come, Holy Spirit, continue to be with us always, wherever we are. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I didn't really grow up in church. I didn't know who God was. I got drafted, and I think God had placed a handful of people in my in my early minor league life that were great examples. Sort of took me in and under their wing and showed me what following Jesus looked like. And I remember thinking, this is appealing. I see purpose in these people. I see something that I want in my life. I felt God calling me, pulling me, wooing me towards him. And I was stubborn. And right about then was the time that Leslie and I began uh, to date. I started to see that that's who that I wanted to marry and, and that I wanted to spend my life with. And I wanted it to be with Jesus leading our, our relationship and our life and our family. And that was it. I was in. I still had a lot to learn. I didn't know the Bible well. I didn't know Jesus well. But I knew that that's what I wanted and he was my king and who I wanted to follow. So I've been a Christian now for over 20 years. I feel like every day I'm, I'm learning and maturing and growing. You belong with God. I want us to talk this morning about things that belong together. Remember that those of us who are about my age grew up with Sesame Street, and there was always that part of Sesame Street that went, one of these things is not like the other. Okay? We're going to talk, I'm going to say a word, and I want you to say what does belong to this thing. For example, if I say salt and you're getting it. Online, you can play at home too. This is it. We're just going to go quick through these things: peanut butter and bread and wine and hammer and needle and ketchup and hugs and sweet and Tweedledee and spaghetti and mashed potatoes and. Bacon and <laughs> prose and macaroni and song and hide and you guys are excellent. Jack and thunder and bow and I got that one. Bow and arrow. Love and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Let's try that one again. Love and. Love and love and marriage. Okay. <laughs> Husband and mothers and you and me. Excellent. Very good. We're created to belong with 
God. We are not here to be by ourselves. We're created to belong with God just as all these things belong together. You were created to belong to somebody else. What a great thing that is. What a great truth that is. Love is God's... I know this is very simplistic, but it's an analogy. Love is God's super glue that holds us together. In our series, Raised to Live, we're talking about living in community with one another. What is the glue that holds us together? So if we were meant to live with love and purpose, what holds us together? Our purpose, according to the Bible, is to glorify God. But since we all have sinned and we all have fallen short of that glorious standard that God has for us, we fail to live out that plan that God has for us. In other words, sin has broken our relationship with God. Now you might think some of us never had a relationship with God, but yes, you do. God is always present. God is in all things. God is everywhere. God created you. Whether you believe that or not, God still created you. God is there. And sin breaks that prior relationship with God. Sin has destroyed, therefore, our ability even to be human. Because if God, who created us to be human in His image, created us to be together, then the, then the greatest expression of humanity is that which is with God and with one another. So sin destroys even our ability to be human. Sin separates us eternally from God. Sin keeps us from loving one another. Since sin keeps us alone, isolated, and without purpose. Why would we gravitate towards sin if it does nothing to help us in our lives? I want us to look at Colossians. We're going to look at just one verse today out of this chapter from Colossians. This Colossians chapter 3. And we're just going to kind of settle down with this verse today. And here's the verse, Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. Read this with me, would you please? Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Also, if you're my age, probably in the 1980s sometime, manufacturer, clothing manufacturers came out with some help for moms and dads and kids called Garanimals. And Garanimals were, was a set of clothing that had multiple matching things, different colors, and so you buy this set and you, you combine them in different things. What a great help that was. <laughs> God helps us out by giving us some, some ways to live life in perfect harmony. The ending of this verse describes the conclusion of God's love in our relationships as perfect harmony. I want us to pull out some of these words that we've heard in this verse. Above all, clothe yourselves with love. In other words, put on love. And it is the love that binds us all together in this perfect harmony. Let's think about that some more. What is this kind of love? First of all, this kind of love that God that binds us together is unconditional love. 
It's love that you cannot earn it from me. You can do nothing to get it from me. And when I give it to you, I expect nothing in return. Absolutely nothing in return. This is far beyond the typical kind of human love where all of us expect to get something in return for showing kindness, care, compassion, respect, affirmation to one another. We expect to get something in return. But the kind of love that God has for us that holds us together expects nothing in return. It is unconditional. The the biblical word that, that, that we're looking at here is a Greek word called agape. And it is unearned, undeserved, the kind of love that doesn't look at who we are or what we've done. It's the kind of love that a mother has for a child that just happens because the child exists. It's a love that happens just because you were knit together in your mother's womb. You didn't put yourself there. Your mother didn't put you there. Your father alone didn't put you there. God put you there by making a community come together. You were knit together in your mother's womb. And just because you were knit together, you have value, you have dignity, you are and you deserve love. Because God is love. Your life was given to you, and the giver of life loves you always, regardless. Yesterday, the elders uh, of our church were gathering for our normal meeting at 7 o'clock at our Ellesmere campus, 7 a.m. You know, some of you who've been elders in the past remember getting up earlier and meetings were at 5.30. They beat me down. 7 a.m. we walked into the Ellesmere campus and we were met at the door uh, by a homeless woman. Because we have a homeless ministry there and people know that they can get some help or at least some encouragement there. So I met this woman who was still coming down from her latest high. from whatever drugs she's depended on. She wants to be sober. She's been to detox several times. She knows that her life must change if she's going to live much longer. She was, I would say she's in her early 30s. She knows she's got to change not just her habits, but also her community her environment, everything about her life has got to change. I said to her as we talked to her, another one of our elders was with me as we were talking with her. We had nothing to offer her. I, couldn't, I didn't have anything to help her shaking. She couldn't even stand still. I said, I've got nothing except a prayer to offer you. She said, I need every prayer I can get. She knows life is worth more. So we prayed with her and then we talked some more. And as, as we were turning to go into our meeting and she was turning to, to go get some water, she said, it's Psalm 91. That's all she said. 
she, she referenced the Bible. And so I, I can't rattle off Psalm 91. Pastor Vaughn probably can, but I can't. Don't. <laughs> Let's read it. Let me read it for you. Those who live... Look, re- remember how I described this woman. And she said to me, Psalm 91... Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. For He will rescue me from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with His wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying all around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will ever come near your home, for He will order His angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love Me. I will protect those who trust in My name. When they call on Me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will restore them with a long life and give them my salvation. What a testimony. She knows what she needs and she's clinging to the hope of Jesus Christ and God. Just take a moment with me now and let's pray for her. And let's include in her all who are suffering from addiction. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, merciful God, I know these people are not within my physical reach right now, but they are within your reach. Heavenly Father, there are many even among us here who pray for for the release of those who are addicted to all kinds of things. And we claim in the name of Jesus the power of the resurrected Christ to free them from the bonds of sin. We thank you, Jesus, for this. You created us to live life. We pray for this woman at Ellesmere, Jesus, that even today I don't know where she is. We thank you for her. And you'll find her. You'll release her. And all these people, Jesus, who are coming to the minds of of anyone who's here in this room and, and, and listening to us, free them, release them, heal their bodies, renew them, that you might be glorified through them living a glorified life. In the name of Jesus, we claim this and we call it into reality. Amen. When you go home, if you're online, share with me 
how God has answered that prayer that we just prayed together in some way. When you see the healing come, let's just be able to rejoice in that. God created us for this freedom. This is the kind of love that binds us together. God's love binds. Let's think about this this bond that is described. Above all, put on love which binds us together. Let's think about the bond. What is this bond? In the original language, this word to bind or this word bind means that middle thing. (laughs) That's what the word means in, in, in its most simplistic sense. That which is between this and this. Holding these two things together. That's why I called it God's super glue. The bond, that middle thing. These two things can't come together 